Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Younger, Flaked, Iggy Azalea, and Pee Wee Herman. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Hey y'all. So, uh, first of all, hi. What's up? How's it going? Nothing much. I'm just hanging out. Good. Uh, so we're going to start by talking about Younger. The reason I think that it's important to discuss is because I'm going to spoil everything. So if you actually watch Younger and you haven't watched last week, you should not. You should skip. (laughs) Or just hit pause. (laughs) Or fast Um, forward. Or fast forward, exactly. So Younger is a show on TV land. It's in its second season. It stars Sutton Foster, who is like a Broadway lady, but she did Bunheads on ABC Family. Mm -hmm. It also stars Hilary Duff. Mm-hmm. And it's all recognizable faces, like Debbie Mazar. Yes. Um, from the Cooking Channel. All, like, pretty... Like, everybody you've seen on other things. Yes. So, it's about... Sutton Foster is this lady who's in her 40s, and she pretends to be in her 20s so that she can get a job in publishing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, her... She gets divorced, and her whole life uh, basically crumbles, and so she wants to, like, get back into work now that, like, her time as a housewife has come to an end. Right. So, it's it, the first season I thought was excellent. The second season has been up and down, like, really good episodes. And then an episode, like, they had Matthew Morrison from Glee, and she thought, like, they were going to be in love, and then he ended up, like, having sex with a sheep. Uh, so, like, they've definitely had some, like, rocky moments. Is it a comedy? It's a comedy, but it's not like a Will and Grace, like, where there's a laugh track and everybody laughs. That sounds so dumb. You never watched an episode? Mm-mm. No, thank you. She looks weird. Okay, that's not that is not a critique of the show. Um, so anyway, in this last episode, so Hillary Duff has this fiance who's been cheating on her, blah blah. blah but he finds out the secret that she's actually her age, uh-huh. and they've had a lot of like teases. But in this particular episode, instead of uh, so he she's like fine, tell everybody, I don't care. And a piece of shrapnel from a skyscraper falls and crushes him. (laughs) And kills him? And kills him. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever had my mouth wider watching television. Because this is like a very lighthearted, silly comedy. Right. And all of a sudden they're killing people so that they can move forward with the plot line. I think that's a big joke. That doesn't seem serious at all. I wonder what other people thought of that. I googled a lot, and a lot of people were shocked. Also, a lot of people don't care. Yeah. I mean, Younger is a weird show. It definitely, like, I'm always thinking, who else is watching this? There's another show that comes on right after it called Teachers, and it has, they always show in the commercials, it has, like, amazing reviews, and I'm like, I've never met one person in the world who's like, I'm watching Teachers. What channel is it on? TV Land. Oh. They also have a new George Lopez show coming out. Like a sitcom? Yeah. Interesting. Not interested. But I don't know if I've ever seen a show jump the shark to that extent. Like, I've never seen a show where it was like the moment they literally gave up in writing. Was that the season finale? No, there's still one more. And he's dead. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's like this show where they make jokes about, like, Tinder. And then all of a sudden there's, like, stuff from the sky falling on people and killing That's them. That's like a soap opera. Uh, yeah. Definitely like a Nashville moment. It's just bad. It's all bad. Yeah. TV Land, I've never seen anything good on TV Land. Except for... Well, it had like two original shows. I mean, it's not exactly like a hotbed of 
original programming. Well. Hot in Cleveland. There you go. Did you watch Hot in Cleveland? No, I didn't. You never saw an episode? <laughs> you watch a lot of TV to not have watched a lot of TV. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I just don't watch TV land. Like, I don't ever find myself going to that channel. Except for, like, a guide, which they don't even have anymore. What do you mean? Like a TV guide. That was their channel, wasn't it? No, TV Land's a spinoff of Nickelodeon. I thought TV Land was a spinoff of TV Guide. No, TV Guide just had that channel where it scrolled. Mm, but then they have shows like on the TV Guide network now. Right, that's what I thought was TV Land. Yeah, the situation, I remember he had a show on there. Yeah, exactly. What happened to him? I don't know. Okay, next we're going to talk about Flaked, the show on Netflix. Netflix oh. had two original shows come out this past week. What was the other one? Flaked and this other show, Characters, which I have not watched yet. Oh, uh, where like the comedians, comedians can get, do whatever they want. Exactly, get a different show. That's right. Um, Flaked stars... Uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. I forgot his name for a minute. <laughs> and he's basically a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. My friend very highly recommended this to me. Call him out. Vahid, who listens to this. Hi. Um, and so, I, but I try not to go into things when I hear like high expectations. Do you watch things and think like, I'm going to love this? If somebody tells you you're going to love it, you go into expectations of if it's like quality or not. Mm, even then, like, I'm trying to think, what did we just see recently? I think I do it more with movies. Mm-hmm. And if I, like, accidentally read a lot of reviews, I'd be like, okay, this uh, there has to be something wrong with it. And then I get, re- oh, Cloverfield. I went in with very low expectations, and then I loved it. Yeah. So I tried to do that across the playing field. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So anyway, it's about a man who's a recovering alcoholic, and he mm. sort of is this, like, uh, he helps, or he, like, helps a lot of other rec- uh, recovering Sponsors alcoholics. Sponsors them, right? Exactly. Yeah. He owns this weird store, like, in L.A. Yeah, he rides in a Venice. Bike. Um, first of all, do you like Will Arnett? Mm, no. I think the only thing I liked him on was when he was on Parks and Rec. Arrested like, Development. Was he on Parks and Rec? He was oh, for like was two episodes. Yeah, exactly. I know, I do feel a little bad. Like, they broke <clears throat> up at the point where her career sort of exploded, Amy Poehler. And so, it's But they're like, still friends. Mm, sure. But it's like, you know... It always seems like when that happens in a couple, yeah. the other person is just sort of like, mm. But Will Arnett, I thought it was interesting. Will Arnett, before Arrested Development, which yeah. he's great on Arrested Development. Yeah. Before Arrested Development, was con- he considered himself a dramatic actor. Post-Arrested what Development, obviously not so, because he's done movies like The Brother Solomon. So like he's not exactly trying I forgot to like, he did that. win an yeah. Oscar. Yeah, that's right. This, to me, is his attempt to be more of like a serious sort of comedic actor. Mm. My biggest issue with the show is exactly my issue that I had with uh, Master of None, the Aziz show. Yeah. Is that the writers wrote one character and then put that character in several people's bodies. (laughs) Everybody on the show speaks exactly the same. Yes. He is no different than the girl that he's sleeping with, than his friend, than the guy who's like owns the free coffee shop. It's all these people who live in the world and talk exactly like each other and behave exactly like each other and get annoyed over exactly the same things. And that is not interesting. 
the perfect example of that to me is in Avengers. Mm-hmm. They have all these other movies like Thor and Captain America and Iron Man where they're all such unique characters. Yeah. And then they put them in Avengers and everybody has exactly the same humor. Yeah. Everybody's having the exact same sort of like bunch yeah. bunch lines. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like there's nothing authentic about it. Not that there's anything authentic about the Avengers, but like you know what I mean? It's like there's no they're not characters anymore. They're I just agree. a writer trying to serve a punchline. I agree. And this whole episode, or I watched like, uh, I think five. Five episodes? Yeah, because it was only eight, so I You're thought... You're on crack. Jesus Christ. Oh my <laughs> God. How could you waste your time? Well, it's like two o'clock in the morning. It's not like I'm exactly... Oh, you're right. I, um, st- I stopped. That's why you're tired. <laughs> the... I stopped eight minutes into it. Maybe ten. Yeah. It was really not good. I feel bad because I think he... I do think he deserves good material and I'd like to see him have a career in some way. Mm. But I also think that everybody, Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. like it or not, has really affected the way that sitcoms and quotes or like dramedies yeah. work. Yeah. And a lot of these shows sort of have that same style. Really, she is like, she did change sort of millennial T, I hate that word, but millennial <laughs> TV in a way. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, like, you think transparent, even Broad City, this, like, they all sort of have this flow where it's like, you know, a bunch of people who sort of act like each other, and they all sort of serve, like, an executive producer's vision. I can see that. And it, to me, feels very similar to What that. did he just come from? He did that. Will Arnett? Yeah. He did Up All Night, the one with Christina Chris- Applegate. Yeah. And then that got canceled because she didn't want to do it no more. That's shady. Well, they kept changing the format. Remember, yeah, it was like a regular show. Yeah, they That show was actually kind of good the first, like, four or five episodes, though. I don't think he'll catch a break. This is certainly not it. But I don't, yeah, I I don't know. see it ever going But then again, anywhere. Netflix shows always seem to come back. That's true. So They've never not canceled something. Netflix is so hidden about their viewers that everybody ends up watching it because they think they're supposed to? Maybe. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Derek, that show with Ricky Gervais, it's not coming back. But it was on for like three years. Terrible. <laughs> so this terrible. will maybe be beyond for three years. They just paid $90 million for that Will Smith movie. What Will Smith movie? Some Will Smith movie is going to be on Netflix. $45 million for a cast and then $45 million to acquire it. <laughs> okay, we'll skip. Um, so next we're going to talk about Pee Wee Herman. So Pee Wee Herman is back in uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday, which yeah. is a movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So funny, everything's Netflix. <laughs> um, but uh, first of all, Pee Wee Herman is absurd. You watched five minutes of it. Went to bed and didn't think twice. I think it's interesting that he, like, obviously had his legal issues and evaporated from the world. Yeah, for a long time. But then he did that show on uh, HBO, like a live, Pee Wee Herman Live or whatever. I remember that. And then he did a tour. He was on Broadway and did it. Mm -hmm. And then now he's in this. Um, He's a little weird. Well, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, Pee Wee Herman is interesting because it has sort of a cult following of adults. Yeah. But at the core, it really is, ba- like, it was a children's show. Right. Like, my brother loved it when he was, like, five. It is very similar, the old ones, to, like, Sesame Street. But it's got a camp to it that's definitely aimed towards, adults. like, you know, it's or, like Blue's Clues. It's adult Clues. humor, yeah. Blue's Clues had jokes for the parents. Exactly. Tucked in, and it's similar in that way. Not that it's a little better than Blue's Clues. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, so in this movie, he like goes. It's very similar to Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which uh-huh. is the movie that came out like, 
you know, it's crazy to think like how big that was like at a time. I don't. I've never seen that. I've never seen any of it. But Jimmy's I do big know adventure what you're is about. funny. He goes to the Alamo. He like is missing his bicycle or something. I used to watch it all the time. But is he a kid or is he a man? He's an adult because he falls in love and. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So he has to be over like five years old. He has like a learning disability or something. And you're not supposed to get that deep. I'm trying. That's what I was trying to tell you the other day. It's not like that kind of thing. You're supposed to. But just why is that I just don't silly. get it. It is crazy. Think he's like seventy, or he's like what did you say, sixty-three? And he looks terrifying. I just don't like. Why is he the only one like that? Like in cars. Like how did the cars have babies? Like, there are baby cars and cars. You're not supposed to think about it. I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like that Don't is, think about baby cars. I just, this just makes weird, no sense. I don't know why he acts like that. It's almost a little, like, perverted. Well, I'm not, well, it's also hard because, like, his history and everything. Well, no, but, I mean, think, I mean, even before, I, I've like never seen it. So I was, to be a little boy. Exactly. That, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, like, I tried to compare it to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and I think that's a good, pretty good, like, similarity. It's like Mr. Rogers' if he was funny. I, yeah. The movie was funny, though. Like, I did laugh quite a bit. Did Judd Apatow direct it? Judd Apatow, he, he executive produced, produced it, it yeah. which means he showed up and signed a check, and then they <laughs> gave him an even bigger check back. But, like, he... Yeah. Um, Judd Apatow has no vision. He just sort of takes other people's vision. Train wreck. Girls. <laughs> His vision is that line of movies that came out in 2000 to 2007. Like, that is his vision as a director. Mm. And now he just uses his name to sort of, like, pig, uh, piggyback off of other people's But things. he still writes girls and directs some of it, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's all already pre-done. I mean, Lena's... It's all Lena. Watch Tiny Furniture. Girls is in that. And Judd wasn't a part of that. I guess you're right. Trainwreck is all Amy Schumer's stand-up, just in movie form. So, I mean, he he does what he has to do. He's, he's, he's a producer. He's he a genius. He pulls it together. Exactly. Um, here's the real question, though. What happens to Phoebe Herman now? Nothing. I think, in a way, this should have been a movie. Like, a real movie. No, there's no way. Why? Netflix is the right place for it. Or, like, it's online. Maybe they'll do, like, another movie for online. It's also interesting to me. Oh, yeah. That's probably what will happen for real. Or, like, a show. Some sort of show. Exactly. Like a series. Um... But I kept thinking the whole time is like, what makes them decide to put this here and not really promote it? Because there was, we live in LA, so we see like a lot of billboards and all that stuff. And Netflix is so funny to me how they really push some things and then you hear about it everywhere. And then other things, you never see a single ad for it. Prime example, Making a Murderer, when it came out, there was not an ad (laughs) anywhere for it <laughs> then once it blew up those billboards were of course all the netflix billboards were of making a murderer yeah i don't know i didn't know that this was a thing until i saw it on i TV. didn't either other than in entertainment weekly they had a thing with him and joe manganello who i don't particularly care oh yeah for. he was in that he was like the lead he goes to joe manganello's birthday party and he plays himself and he plays himself so he's a man dressed as a little boy who goes to an, a real person's birthday party exactly like what world is this it's also like oddly in the 50s and oddly present 
I don't know. But I laughed. Again, I laughed several times. You said you laughed when he, like, screamed. That's he like screamed me like laughing in girl. Deadpool when the lady falls. Like, that's not the point we're supposed to be laughing When Melissa McCarthy falls and Tammy. <laughs> I could watch that all day. Okay, uh, last week we are going to talk about Iggy Azalea. I didn't hear her song. You haven't listened to it at all? Oh, well, we'll have to fix after this. You love it? We could, uh, first of all, Iggy Azalea, um, she had quite a bit of trouble. After her last CD came out, she re-released it as, what was it, Reclassified or whatever. Yeah. And then she had two singles off of that, and then all of a sudden evaporated. Canceled her tour. Canceled her tour because of low ticket sales, because they tried to put her like in the Staples Center. Yeah. And that wasn't going to happen. And they said she was selling like 30% a lot of places. And and places like the Staples Center, they won't put on the show if it's under like 70%. That's so, insane. I know. <laughs> so, um, then she had a whole album that they scrapped. Uh-huh. And once they did that, a lot of her people, like T.I. was sort of her mentor. Oh, he yeah. now backed away from her. It has nothing to do with her. Yeah. A lot of like L.A. Reid, the people that were really pushing her at the beginning, sort of backed away from her and were like, wanted nothing to do with her. And the last year, think about it, what have you heard from Iggy Azalea? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I haven't even seen her. She showed up at the VMAs. Remember, she came out with Demi Lovato. Oh, and yes. saying that odd Cool for Summer remix that never came out. Yeah. And then other than that, she just sort of was like not there. So this song she came out with called Team, uh-huh. uh, it basically sort of sounds like fancy, uh-huh. but it also sort of sounds like Beg For It, which to me was like the end of her sort of string. How did that one go? I'm gonna make it beg, I'm gonna make it beg for it. Oh, right. Where it like had that random girl who nobody knew singing the chorus. Yes. And they never showed her anywhere. Yeah, I remember. Like, catchy song, but mm. like, not a song that, uh, you know. Like, hooks exactly. the world. Like, all the other Like, Megan Trainer. When she came right. back, she came back big. Here's yeah. my, what I would really like to say. All these people that disappear for chunks of time yeah. and then come back, if you come back, it needs to be really, really good. <laughs> Listen, Lady Gaga, because she's right. about to come back. It needs to be good. <laughs> because, like, Gwen Stefani, that's uh-huh. not cutting it. No. Zane is cutting it a little bit. Yeah, but he... Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Pillow Talk, that's exactly a great example. Take mm-hmm. a break. Take your time. Mm-hmm. But when you come back, it needs to be really, really good. So Iggy's not really, really Iggy good. Iggy is just like, okay, for her to have said, like, publicly stated, which Gwen Stefani also did, uh-huh. publicly stated, I had a whole album, I didn't like the sound, uh-huh. there was no direction uh-huh. to it, so I scrapped it and started all over. This when is, you come back, yeah. that needs to be justified. Oh, for sure. I agree. It's like, Iggy's song is just okay. Yeah. It's catchy, sure. It's okay, but it doesn't... Like, when Fancy came out, uh-huh. that was, like, the jam. Oh, yeah. And they know that. And also, it, what the worst part of it is, which is when, like, Katy Perry comes out with songs like Unbreakable Smile, uh-huh. I think when you're oh, the no. biggest star in the world, mm-hmm. Iggy Azalea, not the biggest star in the world, but an A-list musician, yeah. you can have any writer, any producer in the world that you want. Gwen Stefani could work with anybody in the music industry. But does that make it to. good? No, 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 I'm saying... So if you don't like the song and you don't think it's going to be the song that changes the world, yeah. move move on. Don't just accept to keep going. It just doesn't make any sense to me. If you have all the capability in the world to put it, like Taylor Swift, uh-huh. every song should be really, really good. You don't need throwaway songs. I just don't think that's the nature of the beast. That's the nature of the beast. Adele is fantastic. She has like half of her new CD is not good. That's true. 
That happens to everybody. But the half is so good. I was listening to it today. Like, Adele CD is so good. I cannot wait for her concert. <laughs> it's going to be a fun time. I literally cannot wait. Okay. Uh, so, our question of the week. Oh, yeah. I forgot we do We that. got one email. That's exciting. So, I'm excited about it. It's from Malia, my friend. <laughs> she said... Hold on. I skipped out of it. This is Malia. Hey. She said, hey, y'all. First of all, this is Malia. I feel like we're in Ask Ina. Exactly. Contestant. My question is, what is the most embarrassing thing you have done accidentally in public? Accidentally. Or the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in public? Uh, when I poop my pants in the car. But I was with my mom, so who cares? Have you ever pooped yourself in any other setting? Uh, I'm sure. I have to think about it, so probably, yeah. But that's probably the most embarrassing. Also, because it just, like, it was not fun. I was, like, an adult. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> like, where do we go from that? Uh, when I blacked out an amoeba and fell out, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I wish I knew you. I also went to Best Buy one time. I was the very first customer to buy Kelly Clarkson CD, so I got there when the doors opened. And I went, I got a Kelly Clarkson CD and a Diet Coke. And when I walked out, the uh-huh. automatic door didn't open because oh, you they hadn't told me turned about it that. on yet. <laughs> they hadn't turned the door on yet. So I hit head first. I hit the sliding door and fell back. And I like spread eagle. My CD went one way. My Diet Coke went another way. And it was first thing in the morning. So all the people were just staying there. So I looked up. I didn't like black out, but I like, you know, had a moment. I looked up and I was just surrounded by Best Buy employees. And one guy's holding my CD, one guy's holding my Diet Coke. And I got up and literally ran out. I was mortified. Like the worst moment. You know, that's ever. probably on security cameras. Oh, I'm sure they watched it for days. When the guy fell at Dylan's, I rewound it and watched it like 10 times. I'm sorry, that's funny. I love watching people fall. So good for them. Um, but if you want to ask us a question on this lovely podcast, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. There you go. Okay, so now your goober of the week. No, that's not, that's last. I skipped. Mm. Uh, your song of the week. Um, mine, I have to find it really quick. Oh, here we go. Right. Train song by uh, Andrea von Campen. <laughs> Oh, you 
she's at, I don't know, I want to say she's like 19 or 20. Is I, the NPR girl? Yes. Oh, she was a, one of the finalists, but um, she's fantastic. She's very good. Yeah. What about you? My song of the week is Born Again Teen by Lucius. It's a feeling like a born again teen. Got a heartbeat like we're on the 16. their first cd that i've ever seen and sarah borellis posted it on itunes or i mean on uh instagram and uh-huh. i listened to the cd it's the cd's kind of weird but this song is real good is it a boy it's a it's a girl but i think it's a group oh fun maybe i'll like it but they're a good time there we go okay this week you're looking forward to can i tell you what you should be looking forward to okay my big frat creek wedding too that's mine <laughs> I saw a commercial. I just kept thinking her wig looked terrible, but it does. You're the main woman. Yes, that's her hair. No, it's just teased to the gods. No. You think it's like pieces? Yes. Um, that's what I'll look forward to because I haven't seen the first one, but I'll go see the second one. And Batman, Superman. Oh yeah, that's Thursday. We're gonna go see that. But my big fat Greek wedding, the first one is so good. We have to watch it. We should watch it when we're done with this. Trick, no. <laughs> it is. We really won't watch it before the second one. Well, duh, I will, but not tonight. We have to watch Girls. <sighs> okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely looking forward to that. I've watched the first one. When I used to work at the video store, I put it on literally every day. It's all the same people? All the same people that I know of. That's amazing. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. Who's yours? Mine is Zendaya. Zendaya. Why? Zendaya. First of all, I don't like her. Uh-huh. She came for Juliana, who you know I love. So that already put a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Second of all, you don't need to comment every time a white person yeah. makes a comment about black people's hair. Or now she's on this big thing on Pop Sugar, which is 
not as a website. Mm. Um, but they did this really long interview with her. It was like 30 minutes. It was ridiculous. Uh-huh. I didn't watch that. Don't worry. I just read an article uh, where it like quotes her. But she said that a lot of celebrities are now appropriating black people hair, a.k.a. braids. Uh-huh. Guess what? It's less racist to me for Kim Kardashian to have braids or cornrows in her hair uh-huh. than it is for you to say that that is racism or appropriation. Amen. You should, it's a compliment that they like the hairstyle enough to try to Replicate copy it. it. Exactly. Do it. Exactly. And they commented, of course, Katy Perry and her. Those were the examples that they gave. Uh-huh. That's not racist for a girl to braid her hair. No. Honestly, it looks usually bad. So that kind of judgment I would be okay with. <laughs> but her saying that that is appropriation of black culture, it's like you need to find something to do. It's like trying to grab stuff from Literally. Thin air. It's like I understand that you yeah. you got it, Juliana, because she said that your hair, hair smelled like patchouli oil and weed or whatever, which is fine. And I get that. And that is what it is. And she shouldn't said that dumb joke anyway however that does not make you a social like the authority, icon yeah. you're not the next hillary clinton yeah. like nobody wants to hear you on the mount 24 hours a day you're famous from a disney channel show and you're making bad pop music with chris brown like you're not an authority on anything so sit down and stop wearing that wig with the short hair you look awful thank you Mine is Tyler Perry. Why? Um, because I was just—I just booed the Medea. No, the passion. He was the worst part about it, which says a lot. I would say. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's good. I recorded it for you. Tyler Perry. And the three seconds I watched, not at all how they advertised it. Oh, literally. So I'm fascinated to see what it's about. Oh my god, it's the best. Okay, if you want to hear us outside of this lovely podcast, you can find us on YouTube.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. When this week we're interviewing Hungry Girl, Lisa Lillian. Ah! Love her. Um, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. You can find us on Instagram. Sorry, I had to, I really like lost breath there for a minute. <laughs> Facebook, where am I at? Instagram, at Curry Terrell or at Adrian J. Gomez. On Twitter, at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. That's me. Uh, is that everything? I think... Uh, Vine, same thing? Yeah. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.